It's Topics, the show about topics, with Michael Showalter and myself, Michael Ian Black, uh, the show where we tackle serious topics by comedians in a non-comedic way, although it could be comedic if the situation presents itself. Absolutely. I mean, I don't feel like that's... like. I think that's a pretty good slogan, but I don't feel like that's the slogan because it's it's a little wordy. It's clunky. It's a little clunky. I agree with that. I agree with that. But it definitely says what what needs to be said. It gets the point across. I think that the gist of what we're trying to say is articulated in what you said. Absolutely. I just wish that I could think of a a, a cleaner, uh, more clever way to say it. Although, if this ends up being the slogan, so be it. You know, because like you said, it accomplishes everything we need to accomplish. It just does so in maybe a kind of clunky way. Yeah, but I think that the spirit of what the show is about comes across right right well because some of the some of the topics that we've been tackling and our thoughts about them have been kind of (laughs) clunky i mean we're not we're not we're not pretending to have all the answers no and i don't think that you ever could and in a way either i think in a way maybe your clunky wording is a pretty good segue into what today's topic is because the way you worded the slogan of the show was imperfect. Right. But we strive in our society always for perfection. Mm -hmm. And nowhere do we see that more than in the history of the utopian communities. That's right. And even in our own American constitution, it says in order to build a more perfect place to live, you know, it's got the, it's got that phrase in it. And even in that constitution, it's, it's striving for perfection. Yeah, it says it says a more perfect union. Right. Well, either way, it's 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 the, the important part is that we're tr- when it, when when uh, George Washington goes, we're trying to make a more perfect pla- place. You say union or place to live, whatever. It is, and he goes, he goes, and that's and that's what it's all about. And and I think that's right. That is what it's all about. Was that George Washington who said that? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. And it and it it really it really resonates with me those words because we are trying to move ever closer towards perfection, mm-hmm. and we see that in the, in in the history of this country. It's a slog, you know. Sometimes it's a slow march through some swampy waters, but step by step we get closer to our goal. Uh huh. You know? Uh huh. 
you know, first we had uh, the revolution. Then, you know, they invented the light bulb. And here we are. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like, I think maybe what you're saying is sometimes it's not where you're going, but it's how you got there. I think it's where you're going. Uh-huh. I do think it's where you're going. Oh. Because I thought you were saying about the slog. Right. Well, I'm not saying the slog was good. Right. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that was like a great thing to do. And I'm not saying that either. But, well, I, you, but I, it's, I, I'm, I, I'm trying not to be disagreeable, but I just want to understand what you're saying. You're saying it's how you got there, and I'm saying you got there by a slog. And, and what I'm saying is if I could have gotten there on a monorail, you know, with good music playing, I would have taken the, mon- the monorail to get to the same destination. And, that would, and then that would be okay too. You see what I'm saying? But you're saying it's about how you got there. It, well, it, it is. I, I, I guess I just need you to explain that more. Well, because you, you, you think that when I say that, I mean that getting there is a, is a good, bad thing. Is a thing about it's either a good or bad. I'm mm-hmm. just, it's not what it's not. You could get there in your monorail, Michael, mm-hmm. <laughs> in your monorail. <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> With your ginger ale. Yes. Um, yes. And good music playing. Mm-hmm. Or you could be in the mug, murky waters and in the slog. But either way, you have to get there somehow. Mm-hmm. And the story of how you get there is really, I think, what is ultimately the more important thing. Hmm. Well, see, if I'm if I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going. I'm I'm going to Cincinnati. All right, okay. to get some of that famous Cincinnati chili. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm thinking about is mm-hmm. getting that chili. Right. They I'm use, not, they, I'm use not, <laughs> they use black beans in their chili. <laughs> I don't know what they use, but it's delicious. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about getting that chili. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I just want to get that chili as fast as I can. I'm not going to, if I can, if I can get there by, by jet plane, that's how I'm going to get there. You know, I'm not going to hitchhike to get to Cincinnati to get the chili because my goal is the chili. It's not the journey. But what if you were inventing that? What if you were the one making that chili? What if you were the one perfecting that chili? See? No, I don't see. Okay. What if you wanted to be the man to create that chili? Then why am I going to Cincinnati? What I'm trying to say is, I think you're misunderstanding me. I might be. What I'm trying to say is. Sometimes you need to, through trial and error, in order to, you know, the Wright brothers didn't just wake up one day and make an airplane. Say, yeah, they did. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. It, 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 it was something that evolved. I mean, they did eventually wake up and do it, but I'm saying they, it started with an idea and there was a lot of trial and error involved before they mm-hmm. actually created one that worked. Right. You see? Right. But if they could have... 
so what you're saying is they had to make a lot of different maybe airplanes that didn't work to get the one that did work. I'm saying that the but if the, they had, but if they had had the look, choice, just forget it. Just for, forget whoa, it. Whoa. Forget it. Forget it. Hey, Mike. This just took a turn that I wasn't expecting. I'm trying to say that the journey's the reward, man. Okay. You're trying to say the journey is the reward. And 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 all I'm trying to say is that the Wright brothers didn't just wake up one day and make an airplane. Okay, I'll grant you that the airplane that eventually worked was the result of a long journey that they took. But if they could have just woken up one day and been like, hey, let's build an airplane, and then they built one and it worked, they would have been psyched. Yeah, that's right. And so that, why, and that, so and why is the journey that, the reward? If they could have just woke up, and I don't know if they're sleeping... Because, I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know how they communicated. Because, if they were sleeping in the same house or in the same bedroom, whatever it was, but if they, if Orville had woken up and he'd said to William, "William, I think we should just build an airplane," and William had been like, "Yeah," and then they just built one and it worked, they would have been psyched. They would, have. and then William wouldn't have died that when they flew the airplane. I think his name is Wilbur, but but the point is okay. Or whatever it is, William and Wilbur. I don't know. The point that I'm making is that hold on, I'm looking up Wright Brothers. Orville. And Wilbur. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. The well, I, th I think what you're saying. No, the, here, here's what I'm saying. Okay. What no, I'm, I'll tell you what you're saying. You're saying that the journey is the reward. Yeah, but I was going to say more than that. Oh, okay. What you're talking about, Mike, is a kind of fantasy of perfect, of perfection where you have a you just think of something and then it magically appears in front of you. Mm -hmm. So the Wright brothers think of a, of a machine that can fly. And then it just magically they do it and, and it's there. That, that's not realistic. And that's why the pursuit, the pursuit is actually more vital than the, than the, than the, than the journey, than the reward of it, than the outcome of it, because perfect, the perfect outcome really doesn't exist. And so it's it's actually the pursuit of perfect where the real stuff is than perfect itself because perfect itself is a fantasy that doesn't exist. I mean, the airplane that the Wright brothers eventually built actually had lots of flaws. Otherwise, that would still be the airplane that we, we, we use today, right? I guess so. It's been perfected over the years and it's still not perfect hmm. what do you think i think you explained that very well you're saying the perfection that we seek is a shimmera what's that it's a it's a mirage or a or or a monster that has like the head of a goat and the body of a bear and 
in trying to attain perfection, we find perfection in ourselves in the attempt to attain perfection. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or we find the more perfect version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, I disagree. Oh. Because we've had a, a long history in, in this country and around the world of people trying to find or found utopias, perfect societies. Mm-hmm. And every time they do that, one of the older guys starts fucking all the girls in the village. Mm. So it's good for him. You know, it's not so good for the girls. Mm-hmm. It's not good for the other guys. Mm-hmm. So you're saying, by your logic, that guy, you know, he's like, you know, he's pounding one girl and then he's like, I'm done with you, bitch. And then he's pounding another girl and he's like, bitch, I'm done with you. He's going from one to one and then, you know, all through the town and then he's going. (laughs) (laughs) According to you, like that journey is what makes him perfect. And I would argue that that guy's not perfect. Yeah. I mean, you're just so totally misunderstanding me. You know, because the other, Cause cause the other that, guys cause, in the town, because yeah, the other guys in the town are going to be pissed at that guy. That's an abuse of power. That's a uh-huh. whole other thing. Uh huh. Think I think it's something maybe we would, you know, we might want to explore, right? In another in another episode. But I'm not talking about that. Okay. You were making a point about how all the guys would be angry. Oh yeah, they'd be pissed at that guy. But what if he weren't doing that? Right. Do you? What if, right. What if he's like, um, you know, I'm your, I'm, I'm, I'm the head of this utopian compound, and everything's great. Let's all celebrate with some Kool Aid. Guess what? You're all dead. I mean, I feel like you obviously feel like a you like utopia. You have a very cynical opinion about it you have a very you're no no i think it can work and i think we've seen it work in other in other countries i i i don't know that it can work in this country Mm. i think it worked in um in the 50s and 60s and part of the 70s in the soviet union okay How, how would how can you elaborate on that a little bit so you're talking about communism as a utopian construct right Communism as a as a as an idea for a utopian society where everyone is equal, right? And I think we saw it working really well in the Soviet Union in the fifties, sixties, and part of the seventies. Um, from after World War II to Yuri Gagarin going into space, invading, and and then up through invading Afghanistan. Uh huh. Those that that twenty five to thirty year period was as close to perfection as any human civilization has ever achieved, except for the Jews. 
because the Jews were persecuted. But if you just throw that out, it was as close to perfection as any human civilization has ever achieved. I don't think that a lot of the people living there would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, from so I like I, who, like most of the people that well, no, like who, like sp- specifically who. You want me to name names? Well, yeah, because you're 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 making a sweeping generality, and you're saying most of the people who live there wouldn't agree. So I'm saying, okay, who name name those people? I mean, I'm I, I would go to all of the 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 people who who defected over. Yeah. Uh, Mikhail Baryshnikov. Yeah, but he's a special case. Why? Because he left. Right, because he didn't like it. Right, because for him it wasn't perfect. Everybody else who stayed was like, yeah, this is great. Martina, Navr- the, Martina Navratilova. The fact these people could leave proves my point. Oh, if really? Yes, because if they didn't like it, they would have left. The people who stayed thought it was perfect. But see, in a lot of cases, the people who stayed, the only reason that they stayed is because they didn't have the means to defect. See, like the reason the Barishnikov and these other people were able to defect because they had some, they had the right connections. They had power. Mm-hmm. They had, um, they had the, you know, they had the ability to leave. A lot right. of these people didn't have the ability to leave. All right. So Russia is a country of what? Three billion people. And you named two that left. I could name more. I mean, there were there. You're naming naming the people who left. I'm saying, talk to me about the people who stayed. But I don't know them. I don't know. So how do you know they were unhappy? I don't, Mike. I don't. That's my point. Case by case, I don't. But I know enough about what was going on to know that they. God, you believe everything the government tells you, don't you? You just want to believe everything the government tells you. No, but it's not that. It's it's now you're that just, it's so much. You're you just you, you lap up the propaganda like a good little doggy, don't you? You just lap it up. Give me some more propaganda. You're just so willing to believe what our government says. No, but I'm saying that since the you know got you know that com you know that it, that communism has ended and right. and the berlin wall came down and all that stuff that it's come out that from the people that were there sour that, grapes that they were really unhappy sour grapes are they specifically saying the 50s 60s and into the 70s yes they, yes i don't know i don't know look i'm not i don't have a i don't have a you know I don't have a horse in this race. I don't care. I'd be, I would be thrilled for them not to have felt that way. Mm-hmm. I really have no interest. I, I don't. I don't mind it if they were happy, and I'm sure some of them were. But the 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 the, the idea of it just didn't work out. You know, like it didn't work out. And I think you know, look at North Korea, Mike. I mean, they're trying it in North Korea, and I don't think that there's a strong feeling that it's working out very well. When 
who's the current leader of North Korea? Kim 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 Jong Dong. Kim Jong Dong. When his father died, who was also named Kim Jong Dong. Did you see the images that were sent back? The the people were weeping in the streets. But people that, were people but were Mike, crying and weeping. But Mike, that's propaganda. That's propaganda. What are you talking about? That's propaganda. How is that propaganda? Because that's what they want you to see. Can you make yourself cry? Do it. If it's so easy to make yourself cry, do it. But if you if somebody you hated died, could you make yourself cry about that? I couldn't. I'm not that good a liar. If I were... And you're saying the whole country, they're just like, they, they just said, okay, everybody start crying. Everybody's like, okay, yeah, we'll start crying. Did it ever occur to you that maybe they really revered their leader and they you know, really loved him? Can I say something or you just want to talk the whole time? Go ahead. Do you know how there's... Do you know what Stockholm syndrome is? Yeah. Tell me what it is. We both know what it is, so there's no reason for me to tell you what it is. Well, but Just we, keep, keep going. Tell our listeners. Okay. This is so stupid. If they want to know, they can just look it up. Don't. We're almost just out of time. Go ahead. You said you knew what it was. Go I ahead. I do know what it is. You don't know what it is. You want me to tell you what it is. All right. You obviously don't know what it is, so I'll just say. It's a it's a psychological phenomenon that occurs when hostages or prisoners express empathy or love or positive feelings towards their captor. I know. And they're and it's almost like they're they're being they they have weird feelings towards the person that's abusing them and oppressing them and that is the phenomenon often that we see in tyrannical societies such as north korea mm -hmm. where there's an actual the 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 the, the that we see a, a basically a broad scale version of stockholm syndrome mm -hmm. where the the people who live in north korea some of them are probably they probably do feel that they probably are crying for real. If I got kidnapped, I would fake a heart attack, right? And then they'd be like, "Oh shit, the guy's having a heart attack." And then when they bent down, I'd punch him in the throat. Why would they bend down though? Cuz I'm having a heart attack. Oh, I see that. To help you? To bend mm -hmm. down to help you? Mm -hmm. All right. This has been a really wide-ranging conversation, and it got surprisingly heated. And I think, I, think, I think two things have come up that I think we need to address okay. in, 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 an, in a future episode of the show. Okay. I think we need to talk about power, mm -hmm. and I think we need to talk about propaganda, mm. because I think these are two areas where you and I really, really, really disagreed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
Right. One man's utopia was another man's abuse of power. Right. One man's utopia is another man's I took a poop on ya. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a joke. No, but it, I, I'm I'm laughing on the inside because it it was it was it was funny, but it was also so apt. Mm-hmm. You know, I took a poop on ya, which I wouldn't want. And right, you, and because you you know you pooped on me. For you, it's utopia. For me, it's 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 uh, it's abuse of power. Right. So I, I although you were making a a joke, you know, the best satire is is the kind that really holds up the truth and i think that's what that was it was the best possible satire so mm-hmm. i thank you mm-hmm. i thank you mm-hmm. you're welcome you know i don't like it when we when we argue but i think sometimes in conflict we come to if not a resolution we come to at least understand our differences a little better mm-hmm. and it's that journey towards perfection that i'm interested in on every episode of topics I'll talk to you next time, Michael. Bye, Michael. Hello. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Topics. If you'd like to write us a letter with a question or a comment about this episode or any episode, please do. Our email address is topicspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you.